Hello and welcome to season two of Suvness. For any new listeners, Suvness is an Irish word meaning tranquility, relaxation and peace. I'm hoping that each time you tune in, you can find a moment of Suvness. This season, along with guided meditations, I'll be interviewing guests about their journey with meditation, mindfulness and wellness. On today's episode, I'm chatting with Patricia McGowan, PT, nutritionist and business owner. Patricia speaks about the difficulties she faced at the beginning of the pandemic, how she was forced to move her clients online, but also how that's become a booming business that's now called Real People. Patricia and I know each other from working together briefly during the pandemic as online coaches. And what became very clear to me was how goal orientated and driven Patricia was. She has a rock solid business mindset that is inspirational to so many of us. And seeing her business grow organically over the last couple of years has been an absolute joy to watch. Patricia talks about her first experience with meditation, the difficulties she faced at that time, and how she realised that maybe she was a different kind of meditator. Coming up now is my chat with Patricia, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition and wellness. I hope you enjoy our chat as much as I did catch you on the other side. Hi Patricia, so lovely to see you again. Um, I'd absolutely love if you could give us an introduction of who you are, what you do and what your passions are. Hi Kate, well firstly thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm so delighted and I'm so honoured to be on your podcast. This is actually the first podcast I've been on so I'm excited, I'm nervous, but um, just to give you a bit of an introduction to myself, my name is Patricia McGowan, I am a certified nutritionist and personal trainer. Um, To give you a bit of context in my background, I worked in commercial gyms and health clubs um, up until the pandemic, and then when the pandemic hit, I was out of work and on the BUD, um, like many others, and it kind of gave me a bit of time to think and I started doing online classes and um, just for fun and just to keep myself going I'm someone who does not like to sit around too much so I was just doing the classes more so for fun um, and then I just decided to build a website and did that and then from there my business kind of started so it kind of was like one thing after the other and uh, yeah I've been working for myself for the past year I work one-to-one with clients and um, taking them for personal training and nutrition I teach group classes and I teach um I take corporate wellness talks um and yeah about three weeks ago I launched my online platform um, which I know you know all about so it's called real people um and real stands for realistic eating and living and it basically just incorporates everything that I'm about so it's um it provides members with like live classes, you get personalized training programs, nutrition coaching, uh, like lifestyle guidance, and we have such a great community. So yeah, that's really taken off and that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. So um, yeah, it's been a journey the past year and uh, I'm so happy to be here. Um, because my passion, I, I love working with people and helping them to feel their best. And 
um, that's so important for me that people feel good in themselves and also get to enjoy their life when they're doing so. So I just feel like balance is so important. Thank you so much. That was a lovely introduction. And we'll, we'll touch more on, you know, real people, definitely. Um, but I've loved seeing you organically grow over that time period. Obviously, we've only kind of known each other through the pandemic. Um, and it's been really, really lovely seeing that, you know, seeing that platform um, build online and then turn into uh, real people, which is just incredible and really inspiring. You know, it's really difficult, obviously, to, first of all, build your own platform and business, but an app as well, which is uh, really, really cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> um, so I'd love to know what was your first experience with meditation and mindfulness and, and what kind of brought you into that world? Okay, so I suppose my first experience with meditation but it was definitely when I was in sixth or sixth year, we used to do meditation in school. So sometimes in religion class, our teacher would, you know, give us a break and give us 30 minutes of guided meditation. Now, I was definitely not the key candidate first because <laughs> I just am someone who likes to be actively doing things. So for me, we used to have to put our hands like on the table and put our head down and, uh, Oh, to be honest, it was my nightmare because you had to sit still and I was like, you have loads of things to do. <laughs> so I didn't enjoy it. I said the teacher didn't enjoy me being in the class here. But anyway, I yeah used to do that. And that was my first experience. But I think now in hindsight, thinking back, I used to love going out at lunchtime. So like at lunchtime, lunch bell would go and I would like put on my runners, get outside and I'd take hockey or I'd do cross country or if it was just like in my own time, I'd go for a run. So I would just love to get outside in like fresh air. I would like move my body. And like once I was outside with the green grass, I just feel at peace. And that was like my time to myself. So now looking back as an adult, in hindsight, that was kind of my meditation. That was like my time to myself. Then I'd have my lunch and I would just feel so much better for the day. So that's kind of my first experience with meditation was like in school, but then also moving my body and just feeling good in myself. I, I think what you said there, that kind of, that moving meditation, you know, jogging, uh, getting outside, getting in nature, that is meditation, you know, that is mindfulness, being there, being present um, in the moment, whatever that means to you. And I think, I think that's really powerful, that message, you know, that um, it doesn't have to be the sitting still meditation. It can be what you want it to be and what works for you. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, obviously I follow, like, yourself online. I follow so many yoga teachers and, like, you're always seeing, like, meditation. But I think that's a really nice thing that's starting to come out now that people are starting to understand. Like, it doesn't have to be a certain thing for a certain person. Like, you need to find what suits you. For me, it's always been being outdoors. Like, from when I was a child, we used to go down to Connemara. And this is a definite tangent, but <laughs> we used to go down to Connemara, like, in Galway. And we'd go down like the first of June until like the end of August like you're so privileged to be able to do so we'd like stay in a mobile home and we just bare feet all summer out all day long like fresh air you know we'd go surfing we'd be out on the beach we just had so much fun and so for me that's like where I'm at my happiest is like by the water or outside fresh air like I can't get enough of it and like all my friends will say um like They'll be like, do you want to do this? And I'll be like, do you want to go for a walk? <laughs> they're like, it's flashing rain outside. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're like, well, I'll come to your house instead. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but uh, so finding the right friends for that is important too. But yeah, I love, I love just being outdoors. Yeah, uh, nature is nature is healing. I totally agree with you. 
Um, and so since that first experience, you know, in school or even looking back at uh, your moving meditation, what has your journey been since then, you know, and what brought you into the fitness and wellness industry um, and also how that's helped you? Yeah, so when I left school, it feels like such a long time ago, talking about school as well, I'm like laughing. Um, but yeah, when I left school, I, um, I went and studied sports and exercise management in UCD. And I loved that. I didn't really know what I was going to do. I just knew I'd enjoy the course. So I went in and did that. And after that, I, I really enjoyed that. And when I was doing that, I also started CrossFit. So um, I loved those workouts. I'm so competitive. So for me, it was like perfect. I was like, you have like all these different wads and you're like competing with people. I know it's a lot of people's nightmare, but for me, I loved it. And so I kind of started that, which is like a new sport for me. And then I actually moved to New York. So um, that was a change, completely different. And the one thing I actually want to think about now is uh, think about, you know, being outside in the fresh air. That was the one reason why I actually left New York. One of the key things for me, I was like, I went to New York and I lived there for a year and I loved it. And we, I went with three girlfriends. Like we had honestly the most crack ever. <laughs> um, so many stories that we will not discuss here. But um, yeah, we had such fun. But I um, did a personal training course when I was there and I didn't really know what I was going to do when I came home. And uh, but I came home because I was just I needed Ireland, like I needed that fresh air. So anyway, came back um, and then I started working as a personal trainer. And from there, I studied nutrition and kind of just fell into it like one thing at a time. So it kind of spiraled like that. But so that was kind of like exercise was like I was my first outlet in terms of wellness. Food is a huge part of my life um, as well. So I was so lucky when I was growing up, like my mom is such a good cook. Um, my granny was a great cook as well and my godmother too so <laughs> I didn't know if anyone else was the same but when I grew up like all we talk about is food um, and some of my friends we'd still be the same you know we'd be like what's for lunch once you wake up in the morning like what's for dinner tonight like I'd just be always talking about food and so when I'm cooking or like when I'm talking about food or making food that's when I'm just so in my own little zone so that really is like one of my I suppose meditations I would think just that time to myself, like you're making food, you know, you're creating something nice that people are going to enjoy. Um, it's definitely not measured and I'm doing like a bit of that and a bit of this and I'm just like in my own little world. Um, and then I think like to this day, if I'm thinking of like my journey of wellness, um, I do practice my own little way of meditating in my own weird way. Like I would wake up in the morning and I always try to say like, okay, I'm going to have a really good day today. I say I do a lot of positive self-talk so I think you need to do that when you're working for yourself as well because no one's going to do it for you so I've learned that so it's like I was like okay it's 6am but we're gonna get up <laughs> like we have to get up we're gonna have a good day today you're kind of talking to yourself all the time and even if I'm wrecked I'm just like okay that's gonna happen and this is why I'm doing this I'm kind of explaining to yourself really I'm probably talking to myself half the time and then I like practice gratitude so just simple things like I do you know I'm like, in my apartment I'm like I'm so happy I'm here I'm so lucky to be here like I'm really grateful for this or I'm really grateful for my boyfriend or you know my friends and that those things I do daily and that really helps me just to stay grounded and like keep perspective on things that I think is really important too yeah I think what what you said there is is really important you know it doesn't have to be the the sitting still meditation and before we started recording I did mention to you I think you're one of the people that has a a brilliant mindset that I know you know a really strong mindset and really like driven and goal orientated and 
it's really powerful, you know, and it's not um, that normal. Um, I don't think uh, for me anyway, I haven't come across many people with um, that that really strong mindset. So um, those little practices that you do obviously contribute to that and, and help you uh, daily as well to keep going. <laughs> um, actually, it's interesting you did your PT course in New York. How did kind of the fitness industry over there compared to the industry in Dublin, you know, because I'm sure we were a little bit behind. Oh yeah, we're so behind still. Like, well, like I only studied there. I would have loved to stay and work, but it wasn't, you know, visa. Like I didn't have that visa. Um, but I just studied there because when I studied in UCD, all my journals that I would reference would be the National Academy of Sports Medicine. And I was like, what is this thing? And then I saw, I don't know how it came up on, you know, online for me. I saw it that was in New York so I was like okay that would be kind of cool so I went and studied and um, through them and like a lot of it was online so that was really helpful because like I was working as well so it allowed me to do that but yeah like the, the fitness industry in the states and like I haven't explored it enough I'd love to go to Australia as well like I, I follow so many pages but there's just it's booming over there like but I think Ireland is definitely I think it's really exciting in Ireland right now working in the fitness industry and the health industry because Especially through the pandemic, people have started to care about themselves a lot more. Not that we didn't before, but I think now there's a huge push on it. Um, companies are, you know, you just can't be seen not investing in yourself and your company. And I think now it actually is cool to care about yourself. But before it might have been seen as selfish. Um, you know, people before would have been embarrassed to have a PT. And now people are like, I invest in myself. And, you know, look at, you know, if you don't invest in yourself when you're young, I just think that you know, what can happen when you're older and you only get one life. So I'm just like, you don't spend a ton of money on it. You can have a mat in your living room and just do your work at yourself. But I think, yeah, I think Ireland is in a really exciting place right now in terms of, I'm sure you think the same, like health and wellness industry. And like, you can just see like new places popping up, like restaurants wise and um, constantly new gyms and different trainers. And I think that there's a space for everyone in the industry. Like I think that's, you know, really important. I think that like, you know, I've, I've met you through um, being online and so many other trainers. And it's so exciting that we can do that and like, you know, support each other, especially as like women. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I think Ireland is kind of on the cusp of kind of breaking through that stigma nearly that that kind of surrounds um, paying a little bit more for, you know, fitness or PT or yoga, whatever it is. Um, and I think we see that with a lot of like the retreats that are happening at the moment. Yeah. They're filling up so quick every because obviously we both follow everybody in the fitness, <laughs> everybody in the fitness and wellness industry. I follow them um, and you see all these retreats and they're always sold out, you know, whether it's in Ireland or abroad, you know, in Europe or whatever. Um, and I think that's a sign of people spending their money on themselves and doing that work. And I think um yeah, I think we're we're definitely getting there, getting to a place where people are feeling it's not selfish to go on a retreat and, you know, have a lovely time on my own. You know, it's it's really nice. me 
I get that job or number one because I, you know, I work for myself. I get it completely. But I think, and even I tell myself sometimes, it's so easy to get changed to your desk. I'll be sitting here, you know, working away on things. And then I'll be like, no, you know what? Half an hour, no one's going to miss me. Um, and I actually find that when I come back from my walk or my run or my class or whatever it is, I know I'm in such better form and I work so much better. Like, I'm, I'm sure you find it the same if you do your yoga class in the morning. Like, you are working twice as fast during the day. So, yeah, for me, it's, it's so important to get that in. And I think it's so good that Irish people are now really prioritizing their health. And even you look at a class, the classes all around like Dublin on a Saturday morning, they're all booked up, which is such a cool thing to see because <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't call that cool. But I think that's really cool because you know some people are going out for their drink and that's perfect or they're going out for dinner but then there's a load of people that are getting up and you know balancing both which is great yeah I agree I I know yeah I think that's cool too even though some people might not I definitely think that's cool um and I think uh I'm sure you know a lot of people in our industry is the same but when I started practicing yoga and you know focusing on myself I wanted to drink less and I wanted to go out less because it was having a negative effect on my ability to practice. You know, it would stop me going to that Saturday morning class. I used to go to a hot class on a Saturday morning that I loved and it would actually keep me in on a Friday night because I wanted to go there. Um, And, you know, you'd feel groggy and I wouldn't want to meditate or I wouldn't want to do yoga. So yeah, I think it's nice to have that balance. Um, but I do think it's it's a nice direction for, for Irish people to be moving in. Yeah, I think it's great because you can socialize with friends in other ways other than drinking. Like my whole philosophy is that you can have a few drinks, like live your life, but you only get one life. So that is really important. And like all my members are, you know, I have a glass of wine, I have drinks, my friends, I love going out for a few cocktails, but um I think it's cool to be able to do other things with friends as well. I think in Ireland that was missing for a while. Definitely when I was like growing up, I found that that was one thing where I was like, you either go out or you don't see your friends. Whereas now it's like, you can go on a hike, we can go to a boxing class together, we can do something a bit different. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. There's there's more to do, which is great because... Yeah. You can balance, you can do both. Um, so what would be, you know, your kind of go-to routine to, you know, feel grounded? Say if you do have a really stressful day or, or you have a hectic schedule, um, what do you do to kind of feel grounded and, and check in with yourself? I, what do I do? I do a lot of things. So the first thing is I always like would make a list and plan and organize myself. That's kind of my go-to. I need to be able to put it on paper. I just have to put it down somewhere. So I'm a big believer in write it down and then it's nearly like you've passed the problem by just putting it on page and you can kind of put action into place. So I'm a very solution-based person. I don't really like thinking of all like this is a negative issue. It's like what can we do to solve that? Because there isn't really much um, reason you should just stay on, you know, the problem. Let's think of a solution and go with that. So planning and organizing and kind of um compartmentalizing things like what's the most important thing that needs to be done if I'm really stressed. That's where I kind of start with. And then I will try to get outside and I will still try to do my workouts. Like I always plan them. So I'm like, I'm doing that at five o'clock. That's happening. So unless something really is going wrong, I will be doing my workouts. Um, and then like getting outdoors, you know, if I can get to the countryside, that is just where I am so happy. Like I get into Panamara a good bit and I get into Galway, or to Kerry, excuse me. And there where I feel so happy because you're just like in the outdoors, turn off the phone. 
um, like when I go down there, but I would like delete Instagram or like, you know, try to delete it for a few days or a few hours even. And um, I just feel so much happier when I'm like there. Um, sleep is a huge thing that is that I've kind of come to learn about. Um, I always was like telling people it's so important to sleep and then not sleeping myself. Like I would have got five hours sleep when I used to work in commercial gyms. So bad for you. <laughs> um, and now I really, I love my sleep. Like seven to nine hours minimum. It's a must. So that keeps me grounded. Otherwise, you're just so cranky and you can't function as well. Um, and it keeps me just saying. And then I think the other two things is like saying no, like saying no and prioritizing what needs to be done. And that's really hard. Um, something I'm probably better at doing than, than some people, I would say. But I just, uh, people would think it's selfish, I think. But I think it's actually a priority. It has to be done, especially if you work for yourself as well. Like you can't do everything and you can't please everyone. So saying no and I think your true friends will always be there for you and they'll understand like look she can't do everything she can't um do that and I think like I would feel the same about my friends I wouldn't want them to do something they couldn't do or they were juggling and they were stressed about um and then surrounding yourself with people like good friends like I have a small good close group of friends that I would trust with anything and they have my back I have their back and I think that's really important same thing with my family like I'm really lucky to have such a good group around me so keep them close and so obviously you know that that's a really nice way to kind of check in with yourself and um you did mention saying no I think that's really important um and really difficult um and it can be in social settings it can be in business settings you know whatever it is sometimes you have to say no to just save a bit of energy really at times we live in such a busy society and there's so much going on and unfortunately you can't do everything and you can't please everyone and I think once you realize that you're actually not going to please everyone like that kind of took me a while to realize and I'm such an anxious person like I, I lot of people wouldn't know that it, people around me definitely know it. I get so stressed and so anxious I hate disappointing someone or knowing that they're upset with me it honestly makes me so sad so I just have to learn to be like look people can think what they like you have to you know manage your own health even like when you're sick or you know when you can't do something just you don't have to do it and if someone's going to judge you for it maybe maybe they're not your person you know so yeah understanding is really important I think for all people <laughs> and so what does you know kind of self-care mean to you or look like for you it's just small practices every day um I don't think there's a set routine that anyone has to and I think you need to find what works for you so for me it's you know like I love having a coffee by myself in the morning that for me is such a nice part of my day and like I used to you know because I have a different routine now but I used to drive to work at like 5 a.m and I'd have my coffee and I used to say that was my favorite part of the day (laughs) like now it's like getting up and like going outside and you know different days I have a completely different routine nearly every day so like some mornings it'll be like after a class I'll have a coffee or you know I'll go for a walk or after work getting to the gym it's just doing different things for myself but I think what what really keeps me sane and happy and well is like having a plan knowing what my week is like and then just being organized that that keeps me kind of grounded when like you know anxiety is at bay and then just looking after myself and I think I know I think you know as as you I hate to say as you get older because we're still so young but as you do get older I think you do know what works and what doesn't work for you like I know you know um, there's certain nights you'll go out with friends and you'll have loads of drinks and that for me gives me such anxiety <laughs> but, um, but it 
has to be done on occasion but then it's like you know I know that then I'll probably do a couple of weeks where I wouldn't have a drink or I would you know do something different instead so it's like knowing what works best for you like I'm most at peace when I'm with friends or like you know my boyfriend or family like outdoors going for a walk on a Saturday that's my happiest place so if I can try to do that that's, I'm winning <laughs> and so what what would be your advice you know or tips to anyone who is looking to maybe start their journey with fitness um or kind of into the wellness industry what would your tips be whether they are a client or potentially you know an entrepreneur like yourself I think if you start small and make small changes to your life so I think it's good to sometimes reflect and I think we have such busy lives a lot of people don't even do this so till I start with the clients they haven't done this a lot of the time where they actually sit down and we go right we have a talk and say you know write down what your week looks like and a lot of people when they look at their their week you know their work week it's just if you were to block it in and read of like everything they're doing for someone else say for work or for their kids or for their family it's like all red and then they have no green which I would call like the green is like the space for yourself so what can you do within that I don't think there's a point in me going in and saying you must do all these things and you must change your diet in this way like what can we do that it will enhance your life so you know the first thing is like when are you going to exercise so I think writing it down and planning out your week is really important I'd write down like when are you going to exercise so plan it like it's an appointment you know like you're going to um you know a meeting plan that in your diary that's the first thing and if you're someone who's starting off as a beginner, don't need to take on everything at once. You don't have to do six sessions a week, just do two <laughs> or just do one. It's better than last week. So like improve gradually, you know, start by, you know, how, when are you going to get your little walks in? Could you do you know, 10 minutes today rather than doing nothing? I think a lot of people think you have to do all or nothing. And really my approach is to try and move away from that. And what can we do? It was always like, what can we do? Rather than, oh, I, I can't get done this week. This is too busy. It's like, no, let's do something. And then, and um, so write it down, you know, small goals each day. I think it's good to have a long-term goal. So say, for example, a lot of my clients have come to me with the goal of weight loss or fat loss or, you know, to um, look leaner aesthetically. And that's perfectly fine. So say we might say, oh, by the summer, like a lot of goals at the moment are end of June, I'm going away on holidays and I want to look, you know, like X, that's fine. But also it's actually a lot of them now are like, you know, I'm actually perfectly fine in myself. So understanding that's fine now, we're actually, you're actually your body serves you so well at the moment and actually appreciating yourself and and I'm going to tangent here but that's really important <laughs> that people understand that but um making small goals so that's the long-term goal but what are we doing day in day out so you know what are we you know have you got food in the house so you can make good food um have you you know prepared for any occasions that may arise that you can't um you know say for example you're going into the office and you haven't been to the office um in like the past few months what are you bringing in for lunch? Like, what are you, you know, how can you prepare yourself? What are you making for, you know, meals? What are you um, doing workouts wise? And then it's like, is this sustainable? That's a huge thing. So like, is this actually realistic? I think if you can sit down with your plan, that's great. But then ask yourself, will I be doing this in a year's time? Would I like to be doing this in a year's time? Because if your answer is no, don't do it. <laughs> I would say stop doing what you're doing and reset because what's the point of doing something for four months and then falling off it and feeling poor in yourself? Much better to do something small that you can sustain and then you'll feel good that you're keeping up and you'll get better results. And then find something you enjoy. So find something that's really enjoyable for you. You know, like for me, 
yoga I need to get into. Like I need to practice it and try it and work because I have so many friends that are teaching and I'm actually embarrassed that I don't do it. But just like life gets busy. But like some people hate hit classes. Don't go to hit classes. Don't feel like you have to go for a run. Like do something you enjoy. And there is something for everyone, I think. You just have to find what it is. So find what you enjoy and keep that. And don't let anyone tell you that you have to do something specifically. If they do, maybe they're not your trainer. <laughs> so yeah, find what you enjoy. And then um, yeah, just do what's serving you best and you know, know when to say no. That's really, that's really kind of my guidance. <laughs> I think that's really important what you said there. Find something that you enjoy, find something that you love, you know, and for me, you know, I've bounced around lots of different uh, styles of exercise over the years. I think everybody has, you know, you've gone through your spin phases, the gym hit, and it was only kind of when I found yoga, I wanted to do it regularly. I wanted to consistently do it. And it's the longest thing that I've, I've kept in my life, you know, in terms of exercise, I've, I've bounced in and out of different things, but yoga has been the one kind of constant. And that's because I, I obviously love it and I obviously enjoy it. I think another thing I actually meant to say was like, find your crew or find a community to help you. Like I know you have the team, which is brilliant. And like, I have my real people members and like, that's really important just to find you know a group of people or friends it can be your friends like I think we have different friends for different things you know I'm sure you have that where you have a friend who goes for a walk with you a friend who you go for a drink with you a friend who you go for dinner with um but then like I think especially if you are someone who's looking to get into like health and fitness and you're looking to look after yourself buddy up with someone whether it be like a sister or a friend or a group that you completely don't know I actually think sometimes strangers are good because you get motivated more by them if I know my sister's doing something that doesn't really motivate me but if I know that my real people members are all getting out for their daily walks, I'm like, oh God, I better get going. <laughs> so it like, and you can see the messages coming in and it's so inspiring. You're like, okay, let's go. So I think if you have that accountability, it's accountability, whether that be your personal trainer or a crew, um, that pushes people on. And I think that's, and it makes it more fun. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely think having that support network um, or your tribe, you know, there to kind of keep you going and, yeah. um, because it's great when we're all days and it's you know blue skies and what happens when it was like last Wednesday when it was lashing rain and I was like oh god <laughs> I was like I better get outside because I need to set a bit of an example and you have to do that so um you don't have to go outside when it's raining but you know I know that that makes me feel good to go outside so otherwise I would have been in the apartment all day so I think the days that are bad are when you need to have you know what's your backup plan who who can you call when you're just like I don't want to get anything done the kids have COVID or, you know, these are all the things that people have all the time where, you know, work is going really, really hard. What do you do then? That's when you need solutions and you need people to like lift you up and go, do you know what? Do 15 minutes. You'll feel so much better. You know, you always feel better. That will, that will help you. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, small kind of manageable uh, goals or uh, steps can, can just make such a difference. Yeah, I don't think about it because it's only 15 minutes. But if you're doing 15 minutes, three or four days a week, that's going to add it. And so what would your advice be to someone who's starting out as a PT or maybe a nutritionist? That's a great question. Um, I would say do it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think the best advice I'd have is to reach out to other PTs or nutritionists and reach out to as many people as possible. So when I started um, thinking about setting up my own business, I reached out to some people in the um, health and fitness industry and a lot of them were actually yogis and they were so helpful like I reached out to a lot of women and I think the more people you talk to I think the best advice I've got is learn from other people's mistakes 
much better to learn from other people's mistakes. So if someone came to me and was like, what would you recommend doing? I'd be like, well, don't do this, 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 because, or this is much easier to do than this. So yeah, I think talk to people and find out like, and also try to think of what's your objective. Like what's your purpose? Like, you know, yes, I have a business, but like my goal is not like, I don't get joy when I see like, you know, a new member joining because I'm like, oh, that's money. I'm like, I got a new member. That's so exciting. Like a new member is joined because they're part of our crew. So like, if you're money driven, that's one thing. But if you're, you know, find what you're driven by. Like for me, it's like making people feel good. And I got a mem- message from a member last week and they said that they went to the gym and they, that was their first time in the weight room. For me, that's like such a great feeling. So know what you're driven by. And then, um, yeah, find people who have done it before you and get as much advice from them as possible. And also, be careful whose advice you buy. So you don't have to take everything at face value. Just take it all in and then you do, you know what you should do yourself. Like you, we all know what in our gut what we should be doing. So take the advice and then go, okay, what, what, what's my plan? Yeah, I think finding your why is is so important. Like why you want to do it. What's your, what's your reason um, and your passion? And I think that drives you and it, it shows, you know, it comes across when it's authentic. Yeah, we only get one life as well. That's my big thing. It's like, you only get one life. So if anyone's listening to this and they're like, should I set up a business or should I be a PT or a nutritionist? I'm like, do it because you only get one life that we know. So go for it. Like worst case scenario, it doesn't work out. And also it's not the typical route that people tend to take career-wise. So I get that, but I love it. And I never feel like every day I wake up and obviously some days I'm exhausted, but majority of the time I don't feel like I'm going to work. Monday to Friday is the same as Saturday, Sunday really. So they're busy days like the working days are busy because I work for myself but I think it's so so enjoyable so I think that if you can be like that you're in a good space brilliant uh thank you for that advice I think a lot of people will get um value from that um so Patricia where can people find you and is there anything about you know real people you'd like to tell us about well, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Patricia McGowan, and then two underscores <laughs> is my name. Um, or you can find me at realpeople.ie. That's where I post all the you know new recipes and anything fitness-wise and our inspirations. That's where I'm kind of posting mostly these days. Um, and then the website is www.realpeople.ie. Um, so that's where you can find me. Um, yes, I, if anyone is listening and they'd like to know more about it, please do pop on the website or ask me a question. Um, and if anyone is looking to join, of course, you're so welcome. So, yeah, that's really all. Um, all the plugs I have there, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Patricia. It was just an absolute joy hearing all about your story um, and knowing kind of how your journey has been, you know, throughout the pandemic to see you thriving is so inspiring. So that is a wrap on my chat with Patricia and this week's episode. I really hope that you found some value in our conversation. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. See you next week.